Hi, and thank you so much for listening to Autism Journey, the podcast. My name is Stephanie, and I am your host, bringing you stories from across the spectrum. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest, but before I do, I just want to talk a little bit about autism and social skills. Autistic people may experience challenges in social skills, communication, and social interaction, and these difficulties can range from mild to severe and can impact various aspects of their lives, including relationships, education, and employment. One of the core features of autism is social communication deficits, and this means that autistic people may struggle with understanding and interpreting nonverbal cues, such as body language, tone of voice, and facial expressions. They may also have difficulty initiating and maintaining conversations, understanding social norms, and making friends. It is important to note, however, that autism is a spectrum, which means that each person with autism is unique and may experience social challenges in different ways. Some autistic individuals may excel in certain areas, such as academics or music, and may have strong interests and abilities that are not related to social skills. It is also worth noting that with appropriate support and interventions, many autistic individuals can develop and improve their social skills and communication abilities. And it's always important to focus on the individual strengths and needs of each autistic person. Ryan Lee is a 31-year-old autistic man who resides in Atlanta, Georgia. He enjoys karaoke. Under the sea, under the sea, nobody beats us, fire beats us in front of sea. He is an autism advocate, raising awareness online and through his written work. This World Autism Month, it's time that people get to know the autism community for who we really are. And he's even been skydiving. First time skydiving, <laughs> that's one of the best experiences ever. Ryan values all of his friendships and shares his personal experiences about living with autism, his social life, and much more. Disclaimer, there is language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Ryan. Ryan Lee, and I'm 31 years old. I'm working with maintenance at a restaurant, you know, like making sure the restaurant's in shape and helping with inventory since I'm very organized. I like to go bowling and video games and go out to eat occasionally. Sometimes I'm trying to eat out less, but so I just want to have fun. I was three years old when I was diagnosed, but I, when my parents told me when I was 14 and I was surprised, I didn't know what to think, but mostly throughout high school, I tried to hide it because I felt ashamed because I was just, I just wanted to feel like I can belong. I guess I tried a little too extra hard to fit in. Before Ryan knew he was autistic, he said he always felt different from the other children around him. Even before I knew I was diagnosed, like, I always knew I was different, like, from the other kids, feeling like an oddball among them, always wondering why I couldn't be accepted or why I couldn't fit in. Well, I guess I did some quirky stuff, and I guess I sometimes like to replay scenes and repeat words from books and because I thought they were funny or cool and... Sometimes I laugh for laughed for no reason. I guess I didn't know why. And I guess I guess some things it's just a, I I had a repetitive state in my head that I just when something seems cool to me, I just go with it and I repeat it in my head or out loud. As a child, Ryan didn't get many invites to play dates or parties. He felt his mother would try to prove to others that Ryan wasn't different from the other children. Whether she knew it or not, this took a toll on Ryan. He just wanted to be himself. 
I didn't get invited to a lot of play dates. And I, I, I didn't get invited to one party, but I didn't get to sleep over. And also, like, like before it was started, like, my mom was always trying to prove to everyone, prove everyone wrong that I can do it, that I can do better. Like, because parents always just say bad things about me behind their back, behind our backs. And I mean, I, even if I didn't know it at the time, I hated it because I just wanted to be myself. I don't know. Maybe my mom was in a bit of denial, but she, maybe she accepted. But she was always trying to prove people wrong that I can succeed. Like, I can I can do as good as the other kids. All right. And I don't know if she wanted me to be better than everyone else, but it just it still took its toll me about how being pushed so hard. Even if I didn't know I was diagnosed at the time. Just trying to be myself. I just still like I was ashamed and I just trying to hide it because like I just wanted to feel like I could fit in and that everyone would accept me. And you know how hard it is to people don't accept you for who you are because of how you're different. Growing up, Ryan experienced his fair share of bullying. He describes his internal defense mechanism to that of quills on a porcupine. One incident caused him to fight back. Autistic or not, not many people would physically stand up to their bullies. But Ryan did. I was bullied at times, but there were times when I fought back and I hit another kid who bullied me and I got in trouble for it. But I felt like it was worth it because like, it's just like my brain just goes into into this blinding rage when I'm when my heart hurts and I sprout porcupine quills all over me. Like I don't want to go anywhere near me. Like imagine where mine's. You see, us on the spectrum are we experience emotions much more intensely than neurotypicals. Like when my heart hurts, my emotions flood through me. I go to this blinding rage, saying all kinds of anger and harsh things, even stuff I don't even mean. And as and I said, it's like a defense mechanism when my poor imagine pork quills sprout out. Like, my dad told me that sometimes when he and my mom asked me something, I just shut down, and I didn't know what to answer. And even I didn't know my diagnosis at the time, sometimes I was thinking in my head, like, like, what do you want me to say? Like many individuals on the autism spectrum, Ryan had behaviors that were difficult for him to control. Oftentimes, he felt he was misunderstood because he couldn't explain why he acted on certain impulses. Because people didn't think I was smart. And for those who called me a dummy, I just got, I got so mad, I, 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 I put my fist on their forehead and I'd say, let's see how smart you are to that. You know that word that's really offensive to those on the spectrum? And I was like, the word retard? That just, that really made me so mad. Like this one time, this guy called me one too many times and I got so mad, I kicked him in the balls. I got in trouble for it, but I felt like it was worth it because the, that R word is very offensive. Let's just, let's just say it was my trigger word. It's like sometimes I can't trust my own mind or body when usually I'm so in control and the next minute I'm just not. It's like my brain just tells me to do stuff and it feels right. And not just what I say. Growing up, Ryan had friends but often felt excluded. He would have difficulty reading social cues, which is a typical trait for those on the autism spectrum. I did have friends, but they I feel like they never made me feel like one of them. I mean, it's like I only saw everybody at school-related things. It's like, homecoming, football games, prom, but I never got invited to any parties outside of school, although I didn't get my license till I was 18. And it's not really a good look when your mom has to drop you everywhere. I was able to connect with people, and sometimes I still have a hard time reading. But they think we have no empathy, and, and they, we do have empathy. We just sometimes show it in a different way. And sometimes, on some of the spectrum, sometimes we don't even realize what we're doing and don't have a 
don't realize the effect it can have on people. Like I read this thing, like, like it's like, you don't have to feel self-conscious on your true friends. Along the same line, you should be able to be yourself around your true friends and you don't have to fear their judgment. True friends accept you for who you are, despite your quirks and annoying habits. And don't make you feel self-conscious for just being yourself. I found this meme that said, you know what? I am annoying sometimes. And that's okay. It's not the death sentence I was led to believe. People will love me, even if I can't read their signals sometimes. Not understanding is forgivable. I don't have to hold myself back so I don't annoy anyone ever. The people who love me know I get excited, and I am still loved. I'm just trying to be myself, and I shouldn't have to hold myself back. After high school, Ryan went to college. The transition was not easy academically or socially. Well, I went to college, and it was a hard transition. Like my uh, my mom, my therapist gave maybe made me a letter to give to my professors that I would need extra time for tests or quiet space or whatever, or may need to use a recording device. I didn't need to use a recording device, but I needed to, a longer time to study if I needed. It wasn't an easy time making friends, even though I made a fair amount of my major classes, but it's just hard to find someone you can relate to. And you know what's really hard about someone being on the spectrum is that sometimes we can be very different from people we're supposed to relate to. Just because we have the same disorder doesn't mean we see things the same way. After college, Ryan worked a number of jobs and joined an autism support group. The group helped him gain confidence and he was able to establish meaningful friendships. I started to find jobs. I worked in dog daycare, worked at retail, whatever. But I did find a great autism support group called Spectrum, led by this wonderful lady named Claire Dees. Like, I found other people, uh, autistics I can relate to and make good friends there. And it's we go on outings like every month and have events. It's just so cool, you know, to find friends where you can feel like you can belong. I can ask these three questions. Number one, how many of you walk into school every day and wonder if anyone really cares? And question two, how many of you wonder whether you're watching the right shows, if your clothes are cool enough, or you're listening to the right music to relate to anybody? And question three, or have you ever been hurt when you ever found out about a party, a social event you were never invited to? Because sometimes I have no filter, and but still, like it doesn't. I, I may have issues, but that doesn't make me a bad person. And and remember, it's the real friends who will forgive. That remember, that we just all want to be loved for who we are, not just because we're different, but because we're human. And I'm and I feel like I'm tired of going out of my way to prove people wrong. I asked Ryan what he meant about having to prove people wrong. He described that he feels he has to mask. If you're unfamiliar with the term mask or masking, it's a word used to describe something seen in many individuals with ASD. When they learn, practice, and perform certain behaviors and suppress others in order to be more like the people around them. In a nutshell, they try to hide their autism. I don't know, like, I don't know, just trying to mask or be a certain way. And I'm tired of masking. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, I'm not my true self. Like, a, a huge weight's on my shoulders. It's like you can't be yourself, totally. It's like you're walking on eggshells around them. And you know walking on, what walking on eggshells around someone means, right? I mean, it's no, no one should have to go through that when you're just trying to be yourself and have fun. I'm, I'm working a job now, but I'm, I, right now, I just feel like I don't know what I really want to do with my life. I thought I wanted to work with animals, be a vet assistant or whatever. Also, even if I did get into vet school, I wouldn't be able to afford it. I'm just trying to still figure things out, you know? but I'm just trying to still enjoy my life. I don't know. It's just being social. It's kind of hard. It can be, but doesn't, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm not afraid to put myself out there. You know, like I went skydiving twice. Oh, it was one of the best experiences I ever had. 
one of my best friends, Zach, does it. And he invited me to come. And I just go, to, I'm like falling through the air. It's just like one of the best feelings ever. I took it on with no fear. I have a video of it on, on my YouTube. Ryan has said that although someone may be autistic, he doesn't always connect or relate to others who may have the same diagnosis. He also shares some advice to fellow autistics who may be struggling with their own autism. It's like I said, even if you're on the spectrum, we can be very different for people we're supposed to relate to because different opinions or whatever. There's a, like this, uh, what most should learn is that autism may be a spectrum and some may be more affected than others, but there's no one way or right way to be autistic or to be anything. There's this you being you. I'm autistic. I make mistakes and don't know I say the wrong things unintentionally. Please be understanding and tell me when I mess up gently. It's the kindest thing you could do. So I don't have to go on wondering, worrying, and hurting. My intent is always good. My heart means well. Please know this. Thank you. Some autistic individuals are able to have romantic relationships and families. Ryan shares his thoughts and feelings about his own situation. Well, I don't think that's in my future. Well, I, because I don't think I can handle the responsibility. I'm just happy being single, just being free and just being me. And I just want to live my best life and make meet new people. But the thing is with me, I take friendship very seriously because I one of my morals is never take your friends for granted because I lost a few a couple friends over the over the last few years to suicide or a car accident and I feel I I should have spent more time with them or just asked to reach out because I said to keep your friends close because you never know how precious you are until you lose them forever. And I, and I just want, and I just want, and that's why I want to take my friend, my friends take seriously, friendship seriously, because I get, I'm, but I'm tired of hearing the excuse. I'm busy because no one's busy 24 hours a day, seven days a week or whatever. It just, it wouldn't hurt to spare a minute just to maybe send a call or a text once in a while. I just wish people would be more direct with us. And also, I've been ghosted before, and hearing the end of a friendship from someone else, it really hurts me to my core. Being ghosted can build up a lot of anxiety, but and that's why it's more major to us. And some there are some treat us who are treat us autistics as if we're not human with feelings, just like everyone else. And most of us in the autism community, we're still looked down on because of how we think and feel and live. There's a misconception that autistic individuals lack empathy, but this couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, many on the autism spectrum are empaths and display strong emotions and have the ability to feel another's emotional state and a drive to respond. There is one thing, you see, because most of us are are tired of feeling like afterthoughts, like I feel sometimes. We feel forgotten, pushed aside, and treated like background characters. I feel like with a few of my friends, I'm an afterthought. Like, it's like I'm always calling to hang out, but they never reach out to me. Here's in this, another article of mine called Connection in the Face of Rejection. It's like, we want people who actually like us, want to talk to us, hang out with us, and put in as much effort as we do. And we're tired of game guessing or wondering. And it's a, it's a way of saying, I care about people, but it hurts if they don't care about me in return and just string me along. It's called, for people on the spectrum like myself, connecting with others is an uphill battle. It can be extremely difficult. From my own personal experiences, sometimes it's like I can't trust my own mind and body, but usually I'm so in control, and the next bit I'm just not. For example, one time I met a guy in an improv class I was trying out, and we seemed to hit it off pretty well. While we were hanging out, the conversation seemed to be going pretty smoothly. That is, things were going smoothly until I said something that was meant to be a joke, but he kind of took it the wrong way. I didn't know it at the time, but he didn't tell me. The next time I saw him, 
he kept walking away from me and I and wouldn't say anything. I heard it from someone else that what I said offended him and he didn't want to be friends with me ever again. Hearing that hurt my feelings really badly. But I'm lucky to have friends who love me unconditionally and that I can confide in them when I'm feeling that way. Those feelings of rejection can be so overwhelming, but I can get through them if I'm just honest with myself. So if anything like that happens again, which I really hope doesn't, but chances are might, I'll be okay. Everyone deserves a second chance because you never know what struggles they are facing or what they're going through. My brain just works differently, and that isn't something I should be punished for. This world autism month, people should get to know the autistic community for who they really are. The pandemic was extremely hard for us because most of us had to stay inside and miss out, miss going out to socialize and have fun. Also, if something we do is bothering you, just tell us how you feel. Take it from me. We won't bite. Just because we see things differently doesn't make us less human. Even though my friend's rejection hurt like other rejections I've suffered in the past, I won't let people's misjudgment stop me from trying to connect with my peers because we should not be defined by our mistakes. Plus, how are we supposed to learn from our mistakes if we can't make them? It's a fact of life that everybody makes mistakes, and there is no shame in that. So what advice does Ryan want to share with parents of newly diagnosed children? I want them to try to understand them like it's, and be willing to listen. And don't, don't say anything that's going to make them feel like they have to shut down. Because I don't want them to feel the way that I felt because like, because it's like something's this, there was this one situation where a friend of mine, and he was having a conversation with my friend, they said sometimes they felt like they were too stupid to be in their own family, like there's some letdown. And and he was like, no wonder my mom ignores me. And the other friend was like, sometimes I wish my mom would ignore me. It feels like I'm never going to live up to this idea she has a perfect son. And I don't want anyone to feel that way because to feel like they need to be perfect because they're different. Listen, um, and don't just judge or not because the, sometimes it's hard to share feelings with the people who love you the most, you know, and you want to be able to feel, share those feelings. They say it's easy sometimes to share your feelings with people who love you, your family in most cases, but in my case, it's not since they don't seem to care what I have to say and just want me to admit that I was wrong and will change. It's just so hard to be validated, especially by those closest to us. And I hate it when people tell me things I already know. Like if I did something, I didn't know was wrong or anything like that. And people are like, oh, you can get punishment for this. And it's et cetera. It's like I already know because everyone keeps telling me, but no one listens to my point of view. And autism isn't an illness. It just makes me who I am. I just think differently than ours. It's a different way of thinking, feeling, and living. I want to thank Ryan Lee for graciously taking the time to talk to me. You can follow Ryan on Instagram and on YouTube at Rymar101. Definitely give him a follow. You can find the show notes at www.autismjourney.org forward slash podcast. And if you'd like to be featured, please send an email to autismjourneypodcast at autismjourney.org. Thanks for listening.